0: Welcome to Emily Thompson, the podcast, your weekly life and mindset potty and go-to source for tips on all things life, mindset, business, and health. I am your host, Emily, a life and mindset coach with a passion for helping women frozen in a cycle of overthinking and overwhelm to become confident in their decision-making and trusting in their future direction. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Emily Thompson, the podcast. I can't believe I've already had this podcast for a month. It's just gone so fast, and I just want to take a minute to just say a massive thank you to all the people that are listening every week and really waiting out for those um, weekly drops of the potty. And also for those that have given me such amazing feedback as well, I so appreciate it. And I know that's something that like people say all the time, like, let me know what you think. But really, I love when I get DMs and messages about like what you've taken away from the podcast. And it's super motivating for me to be putting out more of this type of content, which I love doing. So, Let's dive in to this week's episode. This week, I'm going to be chatting about the 10-minute morning routine that I really swear by as a life and mindset coach. So in this episode, we are going to cover why it's so important to actually have a morning practice and also why consistency is key when you're using your morning practice to move through subconscious blocks or limiting beliefs or whatever it is that you're currently working through in your personal development work. And I'm also going to cover what's called nervous system regulation and let you know what role that plays in your morning practice. And then finally, I'm going to give you a checklist and a suggested structure as well for setting up your morning routine. So I'm super excited. Let's dive in to the app. So why is it so important to have a morning practice? In my opinion, having a morning practice is probably the most important thing in personal development work. It's really what moved the needle in my own journey with sort of my own journey to healing anxiety and also past trauma. And I would just say, if you only do one thing to support your mindset, I would say, have it be a consistent morning practice. Because as I said, that's what's going to help you really move the needle and to start seeing change as a result of that consistency as well. So having a morning practice is really as I said, the best way to move the needle when it comes to cultivating a great mindset and also becoming the best version of yourself when you're consistently showing up to clear the blocks or the limiting beliefs or the anxieties or the stress or whatever you're sort of facing, um, rather than leaving these things unchecked to really fester. So in a lot of ways, having that morning practice allows you to really check in each morning and take that control back of those limiting beliefs or whatever it is that feels a bit icky for you. So in that way, it's really quite like it gives you that reassurance. And as I said, like a degree of control, which is really nice when it comes to limiting beliefs or even intrusive thoughts or whatever sort of comes up for you. It also allows you to really communicate with the universe exactly what you are calling into your life. And when you're really crystal clear on this, then you're able to really focus in on your desires and really start to become a magnet for what you are calling in. So I want to chat to you as well about nervous system regulation. So I have mentioned this in past podcasts and it is something that I do believe is relatively new in the personal development space and also the more traditional therapy and like psychology space. But it is honestly so important to know when it comes to doing this work. So during your morning practice is a really great way to start to introduce this nervous system regulation work which is really in a nutshell, working with your physiology in order to increase your tolerance to stress, which will allow you to respond rather than react to your environment, which is absolutely huge. And especially if you are a little fiery, like I can be at times. Most people will jump between sympathetic where you feel quite stressed and anxious to more of that dorsal, which is more of a shutdown or depressive uh, state. So when we are able to increase our tolerance for stress, we can actually widen the window between that jump. So rather than us being flung from stress and anxious into shutdown and low energy fatigue, we actually are able to create space when we do this nervous system regulation work on a consistent basis. So when we have that space, we can actually feel a lot more at ease and calm and just more able to deal with whatever stresses come our way. Because as we all know, stress is totally inevitable because we can't control anything outside of ourselves. If you're someone that tends to be in more of that Like anxiously, uh, or like anxious or like stressed out of a vibe, then you are going to want to use down regulation nervous system techniques to actually liberate a bit of that jittery energy from the body to bring you back into that calm baseline. And on the other hand, if you're someone that's more in the dorsal vagal, which is more of that shutdown or low energy or fatigue, then you need to really add energy to boost your nervous system up to bring you back into that baseline. So it's really important to just take a moment and think about, okay, which one do I more so resonate with? And then from that, I recommend trialing a couple of different nervous system regulation techniques. Two of my absolute fave are EFT and breath work uh, to just see what really attunes to your individual nervous system, which simply means which technique creates a shift in how you feel in that moment. I share loads of res- free resources as well with my community via my email list. So if you're interested in this type of work, definitely make sure that you're on that. So when it comes to your daily practice, consistency is key. And when you're starting to train your nervous system and moving the needle in your mindset work, being consistent with your daily practice is how you're going to actually do that. So the action piece. And a lot of us really get stuck in a bit of a information or education vortex. And whilst it's great to have information that you can utilize, a lot of people will stop there. So they'll go and get like copious amounts of different podcasts and different like free courses and all the stuff, all the books, everything. But when it comes to the actual action piece, that's where it falls down. So I just want to like really... I guess like drill that home that it is the action piece that is going to get you the results. And how you get the results is through that consistent action. And this is really because our subconscious mind responds super well to consistent practice and repetition. And when we're working through limiting beliefs, old identities, past trauma, whatever it is for you, we need to work with our subconscious mind because that is where the information we need to actually start to work through these blocks lives. So my checklist for a morning practice is first and foremost, hydration. So you want to be getting up and having a nice glass of water before you have any stimulants or any coffee or any tea. And then the next part of the checklist is the mindset work. So you want to be doing something for the mind and then also something for the body. So that's our nervous system regulation techniques. And then you want to have some sort of movement in there as well to really wake up the energy and get yourself ready for the day. So make sure as well that the practices and the mindset stuff and the regulation stuff that you're working with is actually in alignment with your goals. So what what you want to be actually focusing on needs to be in alignment with where you desire to be and sort of that concept of that next version self. So whatever that looks like, making sure that All of your morning practice techniques are in alignment with that. So the morning practice structure that I really recommend and that I actually personally do every morning is I will do a breathwork track. So that's to really prime the nervous system, sort of release any stress, wake up the body a little bit, really prepped and ready to go for the mindset work. And then usually I'll do a little bit of journaling and just do a bit of like a brain dump, of journaling, you can definitely use journal prompts if you like. And probably like whilst you're just starting out, that's probably the best. But the journaling just allows you to really connect as well with your subconscious and check in with yourself. And then once you do your journaling and if anything comes up or any limiting beliefs or anything you want to work through, you can actually do that through your EFT tapping. So EFT tapping is an excellent technique for working with that mind body connection because when you're tapping on certain points you're sending a calming signal to the body so you are actually able to really knock down any resistance that might come up to looking at certain limiting beliefs especially if they are quite deeply ingrained or if they're linked to any past trauma so EFT tapping is definitely uh, non-negotiable for me. And so you can use it, as I said, to work through whatever's coming up that um, you need to work through subconsciously, any limiting beliefs or um, any anxieties or anything you might be stressed about, whatever's coming up in the moment. And then you can also use it for manifestation. So once you've tapped through whatever's bothering you, And you've sort of like accepted that and let it dissipate, then that's where you've got this beautiful foundation to start to use your EFT tapping to call in, you know, what you're manifesting and what you're actually wanting to bring into your life. So it's a great way to create space for that and to actually sort of, um, bit of a weed seed and feed analogy kind of fits in there. So, you know, to pulling out all the weeds and all the crap, and then being able to, you know, plant the seeds for what you're trying to call in and then feeding that through that consistent practice as well. And then I just mentioned there connecting to gratitude. Even if you just like keep that, you can even do that whilst you're doing your tapping even for just like 30 seconds to a minute to just focus on like a couple of things that you're grateful for in that moment, because that's going to then help you raise your vibration to actually become that energetic match for what what it is that you're calling in through your tapping. So, and again, there I've got movement. So just making sure that you do some sort of movement, even if it's a short walk or perhaps you're into the gym, just some sort of movement to really start the day. And I have a little pro tip here. So I recently read Atomic Habits by James Clear, which uh, is a great book and I'd highly recommend it. And he mentioned something called habit stacking and really the importance of reward in creating new habits. So this, an example that really relates in and ties in well with what we're chatting about with setting up your morning practice is if you're a coffee drinker and say you have a coffee as soon as you woke up, you can actually habit stack your morning practice with your coffee. So say you wake up, you have a glass of water, and then you do your practice for five to 10 minutes. So it doesn't have to be a long time. And then having your coffee afterwards helps you to actually create new reward associations in the brain. So linking your coffee, which is something you enjoy, and it's an ingrained habit to your morning practice. So that's going to help you get it's going to help you um, be more consistent with this practice and it's going to make it a lot easier as well. So before we finish up the episode, I just want to mention my Freedom Reset, which is my signature six-week program. The wait list is open for that and I have the next round starting on the 16th of May. So if you want to join the waitlist, the link is in the show notes. This program is really designed to help you break the cycle of anxiety, overthinking, and overwhelm so that you can really become confident in your decision-making and trusting in your future direction. And the reason I created this program is Really modeled off my own experiences with overcoming anxiety and, you know, really building that self trust. But also, after working with lots of different clients, there's been so many things that have come up, and I've been able to see patterns in behaviors and different things that, you know, whilst people think that, oh my God, I'm totally on my own, it's actually like, no this is really common. And actually a lot of people have really similar issues that they're working through. So it's a mix of my own personal experience coupled with the experiences of my clients and their feedback over the last year that I've been coaching. So if you're interested in that as I said, the waitlist is open, so that's the best way to find out about all the details. So you can click the link in the show notes to join the waitlist and learn a bit more about the program, or you can send me a DM over on Insta as well with any questions, more than happy to answer them. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the podcast. I hope that you've taken away something of value to you from this week's episode. And I want to let you know as well, if you do want to learn more about my work, I really encourage you to check out my freebie library on my website. There's lots of really great value there. And there you can also find out all the different ways you can work with me. Can't wait to see you back here next week.